Can we ever be certain what roads our choices will put us on? In 2018, Toyota cut through the confusion, completely ceasing production of diesel passenger cars, becoming the global leader in hybrid electric battery innovation, lowering harmful emissions, providing certainty for Irish drivers. Now, nine out of every 10 cars we sell are hybrid electric, making Toyota Ireland's best-selling car brand in 2021 and 2022. You'll never take a wrong turn with Toyota. Built for a better world. Best-selling claim based on most recent monthly figures. Kickstart your weekend with the Anton Savage Show. We are kickstarting the weekend with Tyke Hickey, comedian and podcaster and man who has been calling to give shout-outs to people on the show on social media for the last 15 minutes. Do you want to start the list of call-outs, Tyke, or will we leave that till later? Just a big shout-out there to Evan, who's 13 today. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> I saw the Evan one. one on social media, I thought, well, he has to do that one. Like, it's your 13th birthday. Happy birthday, Evan. I don't know who Evan, Evan is, but I just want him to have a great day, Anton, all right? <laughs> we were talking earlier on, myself and Eva, about the monetization of publicity and social media and, and mm. all the rest of it. You're an interesting study in this case because... I assume like all overnight successes, you've been at it for years and years and years, but you fairly blew up with the online videos of political comedy. What's it like when you see something begin to get traction like that and you think this is kicking off? It's it's actually it's brilliant, but it's also awful at the same time, because like you can't get that dopaminergic hit again and again. You know, so like if you get one video that gets a million views, the next one then that gets 200,000 views is a, is a disaster like you know, you've kind of let your family down there at that point. Um, but it's definitely addictive. Like the whole thing is just totally addictive. So there's kind of highs and lows of it or whatever, you know. And then because the stuff I do is kind of contentious as well, you've got to deal with the fact that no matter what you're doing, you're going to annoy someone, um, which kind of brings me to the podcast. Because like when I when I did the podcast and I interviewed too many Republicans, people were giving out. And then I was interviewing Neil Richmond and people were giving out because uh, he's on the other team, as you know. And uh, <laughs> too too many unionists and stuff. So I suppose you just have to make peace, particularly with Twitter, that no matter what you post, um, someone's going to be unhappy. So if you make peace with that, there's lots to be gained from it. But um, but yeah, it's it's social media is another addiction. Definitely, so you have to watch it. I mean, I'm an addict, like so. I have to. I'm capable of getting addicted to anything, so I have to be careful. So when you say you're an addict, you don't mean you're a social media addict. You mean you you are a, have an addictive personality that will apply itself to anything. Is that it? Yeah, like I'm, I'm in recovery from alcoholism, so I have to be careful, of, like, you know, picking up something else to replace it. And you can definitely, you know, it's it's definitely the same kind of thing where you're kind of on your phone a lot and, um, you know, you're not really socializing with people the way you used to be. You're, gonna, you're you know, it's just like, it's just a, look, man, I didn't mean this to get so dark so quickly. Like, I know <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the show, shout outs. Like, <laughs> Evan, 13 again, just to say. <laughs> no, but uh, look. Let's let's be positive about it. I mean, it's been very good for me. You know, like some of my stuff, you send it to RT, you don't hear back. And then it feels like you're kind of it's a cul-de-sac, really. But like social media, just like Will Smith, I suppose, not comparing myself to Will Smith. But uh, you can take it on yourself and do whatever you want. There's no editorial. So it's been great, but you kind of have to mind yourself in it. One of the things that I I always imagine or, or, or would worry me if I was in your position is the absence of a deadline. Do you know, if, if you're doing radio, yeah. you know, well, nine o'clock, I kind of have to be in that chair and say words because that's the job. Whereas if you're producing your own content, how do you, it's like being a taxi driver. How do you force yourself to get in the car and go work? Well, because I've got like this mental personality, like kind of, um, you know, Jordan in basketball, where like if somebody tells me I can't do something, then I'll just do it. So if somebody says, oh, you can't keep this up, you'll never put one out every week for the rest of the year. 
I'm like, okay, well, I need to not talk to my friends or my family ever again and just do that then, you know, so it works that way. Also, I've got a Patreon, which is amazing. And I've, I've lovely people who uh, like give me a couple of quid every month to make stuff. So I do have a deadline with those because they're actually paying me to to make content, I suppose, you know, so no, I'm actually not doing that much at the moment, but I'm getting back into it. Um, so, yeah, so that gives me structure, I suppose. And do you know when when something's going to land? It's a bit like when you talk to a singer and they've, they've just recorded the album and you, you say, well, do you know which one is the hit? Can you feel it before it gets broadcast? Likewise, when you put a, a sketch together, do you know? Yeah, that's the one. Not a clue. I haven't a notion. So like a couple of months ago there, I put up a sketch with me dancing. I think the premise was like a guy who's unlucky in love. Um, but he believes it's because he's such a good dancer. And it's actually he's a poor dancer. I thought it was brilliant. Like, and I think it got about, <laughs> got about three or four thousand views. And then I do stuff that like just politics just interests me. So I was like, oh, what about a Brexit house? Like with all the different characters from the different countries, genuinely not thinking that it would do well at all. It was just something that I was interested in. And it had like a million views in a few hours. You know what I mean? So you haven't a clue. Like, I think I've learned the hard way that I don't really understand what works commercially and what doesn't. So I just keep putting out stuff that I think is funny. Some of them land and some of them really, really don't. How do you manage to square the comedy about politics with having a fairly clear political ideology? Because you, if, if I'm right, you've fairly nailed your colours to the Republican mast, haven't you? I have. Like, I would also say, though, I'm not kind of, you know, I'm not in a political party and not paid by a political party. The thing I'm most interested in actually is Irish unity. Like, and that's what got me interested in politics. Um, I love the North and that's my, that's my main thing. But I suppose, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of obviously left leaning. I'm kind of tediously left leaning. I have all the kind of left leaning social issues in the back pocket. Um, but I think the way to do it is to keep your comedy about the, the funny, first of all, and then the politics second, and just go after the funny. That's what I try to do anyway. And then what I'm trying to do these days as well is, is trying to take the mick out of the opposing side. So, for instance, I had a very unpopular tweet about Margaret Thatcher yesterday. Uh, I've lost about, I think, about 100 followers um, because of it. But I do think it's my position was true. So that's my way of kind of saying, you know, look, I look at both sides. It's not just I'm not just singing from. So, uh, hang on. When you yeah. say it was an unpopular tweet about Margaret Thatcher, I assume that means you said something positive about Margaret Thatcher. Absolutely. All ah, I said okay. was <laughs> all I said was that. Although I like passionately disagree with her politics, I'm I'm not sure how useful it is um, to, you know, celebrate the anniversary of her death every year. Um, I just thought that, that was a little bit tedious. Like I, I think like celebrating the death of an infirm elderly woman when her ideology kind of persists and is everywhere today, for instance, in the Tory party, just doesn't make any sense to me. And um, a few more Twitter followers gone outraged. there now. <laughs> oh, Twitter was outraged. <laughs> Worse than the Neil Richmond collaboration. Like, Well, let me counter that with some positive news. Um, uh, Evan's mother has been in touch with a text saying, oh. Ah, lads, thanks so much for the shout out. He's delighted with himself. Oh, yes. Glad we could be of assistance, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Nice one, Evan. So, Ty, give us a sense then of what an average Saturday is like for a Republican content generating, <laughs> <laughs> left leaning. Addict comedian, well, <laughs> I think what we've established you to be. I'm in the ferry arms in passage at opening time. Like we're singing Celtic songs and my Celtic jersey on. <laughs> and it's just Jerry Adams kind of chats in for the day. No, today, for instance, I am uh, just being a wonderful dad, if I do say, say so myself, because I'm supposed to be at an Irish Unity um, conference in Monaghan. Uh, big shout out to all those guys. But I am in the School of Music because my wonderful daughter is playing as part of the School of Music Symphony Orchestra today. I'm very proud of her. It's a big deal. You can't get a ticket for it. Very excited. 
And big What's shout her out name? to School of Music, Quiva. She's unreal. And what does she play? Violin. She's superb. Like she's really she's she could do it like full time. She could teach now, actually, if she wanted to. Can I ask a question about that just strategically as a parent? Obviously, now it is wonderful to have a violin soloist in the house who can just uh, entertain you. But at the outset, when you were thinking, what musical instrument will I suffer through a small child learning? What made you think violin was the way to go? I'd have to give all credit to her mother there because there, there's a kind of a lineage of violin violinists and school of music people and it had very little to do with me. I actually tried to get her acting, but she had no interest in it really, ultimately. But and um, see, acting at least is relatively quiet. Like violin or trumpet <laughs> in the early stages, it's 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 a difficult teething process. Yeah, but a disgruntled actor is very noisy. Like somebody out of work and not being able to get any gigs is very troublesome around the house. So at least the violin is a constant kind of tipping away thing. So yeah, and that's great for her though. And it's great, it's great discipline as well for her, like keeps her out of trouble. The question that I have to ask is, what's an Irish unity conference in Monaghan like? Well, I don't know now because I'm after missing it. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's, it's like... Because um, it doesn't sound like it'll be wall-to-wall yucks. Uh, you're thinking you're thinking a rally now, though, like you're thinking kind of stomping boots and rally. No, it's more like people from all uh, perspectives coming together and talking about the fact that like Ireland, you know, whether some people like it or not, may be on a path towards a shared Ireland of some sort. So what would that look like rather than just kind of bolting the north onto the south, you know, about making a new Ireland that's, you know, welcoming to all, not just people of British persuasion and obviously Irish persuasion, but like immigrants, LGBTQ plus um, etc etc so like building a new country it's really it's really exciting man you should like you should come up we'll, oh, we'll yeah, go up together I, I was just putting it in the diary there as you were talking I was planning to just get in the <laughs> Google Maps to make sure that I had the direction right if I don't make this Evan. one is there another one soon that I could go to absolutely I recommend <laughs> as well there's a group called Ireland's Future check them out they do they do events all the time and uh, there's a podcast actually that I ripped ripped off uh, from my podcast called the Shared Ireland Podcast uh, which is unreal because it's like the guy Niall is interviewing like Republicans, but also like loads of unionists and getting their perspective on what a shared Ireland might be like if it did happen. And then ov- obviously a lot of them come back and say, no, this is not what we want at all. But we're having kind of fruitful, honest, open discussions, even if it's two jurisdictions, it's kind of people cross border getting on with each other, which I think is I think is lovely. If you want to hear more of uh, Tig, you can get his podcast on GoLed. It is Wish You Were Here, as in Wish EU. Uh, we're here. Nice. Um, Tiger, I uh, hope Quiva is on top form this, this afternoon. Is there anything that you want to say to Evan before we go? Just keep doing what you're doing, Evan. I just think you're, you know, you've got a lot of potential. You're a good kid. You have a bright future ahead of you. And keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it exceptionally well. Ty Kiki, thank you so much.